Okay, so we're here right now, Basement Sports Talk, another episode of the show, and uh, I'm doing pretty well. How you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Can't complain. Yeah, so obviously, first and foremost, there's some very tragic news, very sad situation, what happened, the tragic death of NBA star, NBA great Kobe Bryant, and it was it was very unexpected, obviously, when someone dies in an accident like that, and obviously someone who's so young. So it was it was definitely surprising to me. I didn't believe it at first, to tell you the truth. But you know, you think back to all the stuff that uh, Kobe Bryant did on the court and all the things he was doing, and obviously his daughter passing also makes it makes it a little worse, you know makes yeah. it a little bit more sad. Just just a terrible situation. What was your initial reaction to the whole situation? My initial reaction was um, in disbelief. Like I, I actually didn't didn't believe it, and then. When I saw, when I obviously in today's era with the technology, you you check Google at first, and 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 it was all over. It was like all over newspaper newspaper um, websites, and it was all over uh, TMZ reported it first. It was ESPN, and then um, when Adrian Wojnarowski who posted it, I'm like, there's no. Then then I'm like, there's no way this is this is not true. Then of course it's true, and it really. I never thought I was um, in my lifetime. I was going to be emotional over a sports figure dying, and um, because th- there have been sports figures who died and sports players while they were playing who died while I was um, while I was alive and following sports. But I mean, it felt like okay, this is sad, but whatever. I moved on. I, I didn't really know the guy. I never felt anything about him. There was no emotional attachment. But like. This 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 hit me. I, I mean, there was like for two hours. I just couldn't do anything. Um, wow. I, I I really, I never thought it, but obviously, until yesterday, and then it it really it really hit because of the the surprise of it and the shock situation, and and it and it got worse when I heard his daughter was with him, and then now three kids on the uh with it along along beside his daughter, two other two other girls were who were on that basketball team were were with and and um eight eight people eight 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 people other than Kobe died with with the pilot and and the and parents and you just put you in perspective like as a lesson like every moment is precious here and nothing's guaranteed and everyone goes well didn't you learn it by your neighbor dying or someone in the community it's like but this is this is like a very, very famous person, and and him, him passing away, re, it re, really hits. And he was also very influential in like kids, and when we were kids growing up, I think him and LeBron were like it was always an argument who was the best player in the NBA it was him or LeBron James. And whenever we took an outside shot, it was Kobe. Now they say Curry. Most of the kids I think today would say like Curry or Steph. I don't, I don't know what they say when they shoot because I don't play much basketball with kids but when we were younger it was like even when we're shooting like a paper bag and everyone's giving the classic example of like shooting a paper bag into garbage we scream Kobe and even the teachers were screaming it it was it's something that like yeah the whole world though it wasn't just the basketball world the sports world it, it was like the whole world paused and stopped and was sh- was shook by it and so was I so was I and 
and people were asking questions about what the NBA should have done, should they have played, and I bet you 90% of players didn't feel like playing, but I looked at it like with the NBA is they got to get their 82 games in. I mean, of course. They, they have money. to get the standings. And it's not just money. Money is obviously the main objective for them, but like also for standings, they're trying to get games in. They're, they they got to get all 82 games in before playoffs for standings and purposes. But, uh, yeah, it makes me, like, think that he's, this world is a real place. Like, any any anything could go at any time. Yeah, most definitely. All, all those things you think about, and when you see someone on a big scale like that pass, it's, it's definitely something which, you know, it makes you think, makes you question your own mortality. But I wasn't as emotional as you were, but I, you know, it was obviously a sad situation. And you know, you know those people. They always say like, "Oh, it's a, why are you why are you mourning? Why are you crying? If it's someone you didn't even know." And you know, I understand when people say that, but if that person meant something to you, then you know, who's to tell you how to how to react to someone else's death? Like, you know, who who's who's to say how someone should like mourn or how someone should deal with that? So that that's my whole thing with that. But I wasn't as emotional as you were. But obviously, extremely sad. And anybody who knows me you know, who follows me on Twitter knows that I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan and I was very critical of him many times on Twitter. You know, I would make jokes about that, but people have to understand that there's a difference between not liking somebody in sports and then there's like real life not liking somebody. I don't know these people that we talk about on the show and if I don't like someone's game or someone's personality or I make fun of them on the show. Yeah. I don't want to see that person harmed. Like, I don't want to see that person die. Like, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't have, like, personal problems with, like, these people. Like, I'm not happy when someone dies, unless it would be someone who's, like, you know, a terrorist or something like that. But not a basketball player I don't like. So that, that's the thing with, 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 you know, when people maybe they have it wrong with me. And with Kobe Bryant, uh, the things that I thought about Kobe Bryant when he was alive, I still think those things now that he's dead. I'm not, I'm not one of these people that changes up because, you, nah. you know, because yeah. he died. He, he, but, he, I, but, I'll still call him uh, – Think you still think he was a ball hog on the court? He yeah. took, took a ton of ill-advised shots. And, yeah, and he, by the way, any of those shots were were if they went in, I wasn't surprised. Any shot he took that 100%. went in, it, it was like it was astonishing. But it was never a surprise that it, that it, that any of his shots went. In. And I still feel that way, even though he's not he's not here anymore. A day after his death, yeah, I, and and I still feel that way. And but with that being said, I'm not going to go over here the day after he died and just start talking bad about him. And people are going to be like, oh, you're fake. No, I'm not fucking fake. I'm not, I'm not, not going to bash a guy right after he died. Like, I mean, it's not fake. That's, I'm a normal human being. Like, I'm not going to bash the dude right after no. he died. So I want to get into Kobe Bryant, one of the best basketball players of all time. Could make a great argument that he's the best Laker of all time, which is saying a lot because they have 17 championships. He has five of them, two finals MVPs. You know, he's accomplished everything you could accomplish in, in basketball. And when I was a kid, uh, when I first started getting into basketball, he was he was the premier guy, one of the premier guys. And I used to try to be like Kobe on the court with the with the fadeaway, the footwork. You know, obviously you'd always say Kobe after you take a shot. Uh, we, we went to school with this one kid. We're not shouting anybody out, by the way. We don't do shout-outs here. But we went <laughs> Some, to school. Sometimes I've done yeah, it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm no, not we, we shout-out if it's, if it's, you know, fans of the show. But – he used to say after every shot, Kobe, Kobe. And I, in high school, I knew this kid who was so into Kobe Bryant. Some of like, the times it was annoying, by the way. Just, just yeah. to let you know. I yeah. mean, just because after 
like a day like, a, a day like this doesn't mean it wasn't annoying. It was still annoying. Even, but the kid said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, just yeah. kept saying it. So you could say it one time. No, he would say it like it could be tie game. It could be down three. Like he would be like, oh, I'm down like, fifty. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like dog. But <laughs> but this kid I went to high school with, he was so into Kobe, and I understand why people love Kobe so much and they look up to him because he could do everything on the court, and and some of the shots that he would take and make. Other players would never even think about doing that because it would, it would be looked at as like, what are you even thinking? But he would hit them fadeaways, you know, pump fakes, multiple moves, you know, his lefty, with his left, lefty yeah, shots. Yes. And, and he, his creativity, <laughs> he had everything as a scorer. One of the best scorers in NBA history. And when I say best scorer, people look at stats a lot of times for the best scorer. <laughs> That's and true. statistics do matter when you talk about best scorer. No question about it. It does matter. But you have to put those stats into its proper context. I look at what was your percentage relative to your era? What was your percentage based on, you know, who not just your percentage, but how did you score your points? Yeah. Who were you playing with? Who are you playing against? What type of offense were you in? Could you score in a slow down offense? Could you score in a half court offense? Could you score in an up tempo offense? It didn't matter what Could you score threes? Could you go spot up shooting? He could do everything you could do on the court. Spot up shooting, three pointers, fadeaways, mid range, free throws. Near the rim, triangle offense. If it was, if he, if he would have played his prime, I saw offense for, under Mike for, Brown for he, a year. Yeah, if or he would have played D'Antoni in his prime, he would have been able to do that too. This man is one of the best scorers in the history of the NBA, and and obviously you know the the eighty one points, sixty three quarters versus the Mavericks. Uh, was it, it was sixty right? Sixty and three quarters, yeah. and, and and two weeks later. He, uh, he did eighty one. He did the eighty one, and and like I think it was like a story with, I think with Lamar Odom goes like, oh, you, you, you don't want you go for eighty tonight. It was against the Mavs, and he's like, yeah, I do it some other time. And he goes, okay, okay. <laughs> and I think I think like two weeks later, he goes, he goes, oh, you have forty. He keep, Lamar Odom kept like asking him, but you got fifty. He goes, yeah, just 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 go for eighty. Like like it was something like that. He just. He was like, it's like, wow, you're you're going off tonight, and and he did. He scored 81, and, and yeah, and uh, it's 61 versus the Knicks. Uh, I think he had a streak where he had third. What was it like 13 straight 40 point games in 2003? And, and I think and he had like a that five. was when Shaq wasn't playing. I think yeah, right? yeah, Shaq was out for a lot of those games. And I think he had a streak. I believe it was in 2007. I think it was like. Five straight or four straight games with 50 or more. Yeah. I think it was four straight. So this man was one of the best scorers in the history of the sport and a champion and a, a great player defensively. He, he had everything right. you could want. One of the best players in NBA history. And, and I'm not, I'm, listen, we're not going to get into like, was he better than this guy? Was he better than that guy? No. We're not going to get into no. rankings right now because it's not about that. But he was, he was a tremendous player and his dedication and his, uh, Devotion, devotion. To the game. Uh, you hear the stories about him. He inspired a lot of people, and I understand why these players, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they 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 really do look up to him. And I've seen Kevin Durant talk about him. He said the two best players it's Kobe and Mike, one and one A. I, I understand why. You know, I I definitely understand okay. it. And yeah, true. He, he he was a a legend in the game. And a lot of players when they when they retire, they're like they just kind of. It's over, but he was still relevant because he had a show. And he, right, I saw him on YouTube. He was on. He was. He was doing some stuff. Actually, I, I would books, go back. And he won, I would, a, I would he won an myself, Academy Award. I would defend myself from this point of view of. I did say when he retired, and I did say earlier this year, he's just another great legend that moved on from the game, which 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 he is, and a legend is 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 not a 
a light word. word. You, it's yeah. not a light word you just put on people at all. And I, I do believe that no one, no, nobody, and we're not getting into rankings as well, but I'm saying like the average fan doesn't say he's he's Michael Jordan. He doesn't say he's as good as Michael Jordan for the most part. And I, I did say that and I still believe that, but that's that doesn't take away like what, what the guy did and all his like great moments and all his crazy, crazy shots and, and, and game 22 was a was an important game to him like a lot of players today it's just a joke game, yeah game, yeah game game back to backs he's like so what it's a back to back the garden the garden the, the i believe the 60 point game in the garden is the record for the most points ever in the garden any garden because there's a new garden now no i think it, it doesn't matter it is yeah. the record and i believe oh, that was a back to it was 61 i think carmelo also had, oh that might have been was that at home no no carmelo did break it never mind you're right carmelo did break yeah. it against charlotte so yeah it's so 62 he, he is now now it's a road now it's a road uh player record for in the garden he uh when 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 he did that i believe that was a, i was coming off a back to back as well so he wow. he didn't he didn't take any any every game was big to him it wasn't just the garden it was a random game in milwaukee was big this guy, this guy put up, put up like, not just numbers, but he put up like this, 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 this energy or not. I would say effort, like effort into 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 like a random game, and it was big to him. Yeah, and, and you know that's the thing that marks me more like like that that like it's in my memory more than ever. Um, was the way he took like every game serious for the most part. He had a broken finger for literally a half a year it, when was, they won yeah, the finals. I think, it was in two. I think it was two broken fingers. It was crazy. I, I, I don't know if it was on. A sh- it might have been on a shooting hand. And too. Gary Vitti, the the head person, athletic trainer yeah. of the Lakers, shout out to him, who who uh, who retired I think like a year or two ago. He said those broken fingers. It was a real broken finger. I had a broken finger once in my life, and it was bad. You, I couldn't do anything for, with my hand for like near, nearly a month. I couldn't do anything, and this guy was playing basketball against yeah. the best players in, in the world. He just taped it up, and it's like, let's go. Yeah, it just yeah. I, I, I think was, that was oh nine, right? They won the title there. They won. No, they that was the year to beat Boston. So it was, it was yeah. ten. What, what what are some of your favorite uh, Kobe memories? You know, just specific ones. Wow, specific one. Well, game one against Orlando was a big one because it was a the big stage. Obviously, the Phoenix one. Um, when I think I believe Carolyn Harlan was like. At the buzz, like it was, it was crazy oh, okay. against yeah, yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Even though they lost that series, but I, I was, that was nuts. Yep, um, yep. um, not the, not the finals he won against Boston, but like it was, it was like um, during during a run, I believe they lost that game, and it was Game Four, and it, it was, it was a Game Four. It, it was, was Game, game four. four. I think it was, and yeah. he was going on a run, and they showed Dwayne Wade in the crowd, and Dwayne Wade who was a who was an insane player at the time is like, dude, ah, this guy's a bad man. Like, there's yeah. no way, there's no way. There, and and this is the best of the best. Like, usually the best of the best are not surprised when a player's going off. And he was just like, he was surprised too. And it just shows you like, what 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 are they supposed to do? What was Boston supposed to do about stopping his his? Because they they were guarding him well. Ray Allen was tight on yeah, him. Pierce too. And KG, yeah, all of them. Rondo, and all and them. then the lob pass was I don't know. It was not a good lob pass when Fisher threw it, and all of a sudden he just he got adjusted mid ear and got it, got it yeah. and rolled in. It was crazy. This guy. I think he had 19 straight points. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I think it was something like that. But I mean, they couldn't stop yeah. Paul Pierce and the Boston Celtics either. But man, this guy. I mean, it it he just. 
just he just like his his um his effort and his will to like do things was was above everybody else that I I've ever seen on the basketball court. I mean there there were guys like we said we're not comparing but I don't I think there were guys more talented than him that I've seen but you know what this guy's will and effort and and the stories now I don't know we're not a hundred. We're, we're we 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 have witnesses. We're not a thousand percent sure if they're true, but we're 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 pretty sure they're true about him. Like four a.m. in the morning and stuff like that, and and uh, stories about. I think I I don't know which professional basketball player said that they asked him, "Could I work out with you?" And Kobe's like, "Sure, meet me at four. And the guy met him met him at the gym at four p.m. and he's like, and he wasn't there, and he's like, "Kobe, where were you?" He goes. Oh, you thought I meant PM? I meant AM. I, th- like, I think it was OJ Mayo. It was OJ Mayo, and I it's like, so, yeah. it's like that's who he was. And he talked about, he talked about. Um, I believe him when it comes to this. When he said, when he said he had three two-hour, when he when he would be in LA for the summer, he had three different two-hour workout per- periods. Like I, I can't even work out for a half hour for two hours, three different times during the day, like f- five days a week. That's that's insanity. I mean, like it just shows you why he was better than basically everybody he ever played against yeah. and and with. It, he was. That's why. He, that's what. Like yes, he was very talented, and he was pretty. His size was six six, a pretty tall guy. But the reason why he was so great was not because of his, just because of his talent, because he cared a lot about his craft. And yeah, yeah, there were times where people said things like he was annoying to play with and stuff like that. But hey, I'd rather have a guy who demands excellence than just doesn't care. Hundred percent. And uh, the two, the the two memories that for me that stick out the most about his career, you told you, you touched on one of them. The game one versus the Magic in 09 because what people have to remember at that time was that he had three championships, Kobe, but there was always that big knock on him that he could never win without Shaq. He needed mm-hmm. Shaq. Shaq was the finals MVP in all three of those first three championships. And <coughs> then they had played the Celtics in 2008, and they got embarrassed in that last game. They got blown out by like 40 in that last that, Yeah, right. Yeah. But they, they, they really, even in Boston, the first two games, they really weren't. They, it's everyone knew like not new when you saw the games. Boston was just much better than them, hundred percent. And but right. they they got embarrassed in that game six, and then they came back and they were playing the Magic now in the finals. And there's always been that knock: you can't win without Shaq. You can't win without Shaq. Mm-hmm. And game one of that series, and a lot of people forget the Magic team. They were red hot because they had just beaten the. Cavs in the conference finals. That was they an were, upset. That, yes, that was a Yes, and they shocker. were on fire, and a lot of people had given them a good shot to win that series. People want to say now, oh, it was for sure the Lakers were going to win. I remember it, most people thought the Lakers were going to win, but it wasn't. It was like 60-40. Like, there were people that were saying the Magic could, could besides, beat them. Besides that game five, that was a close series. I mean, game four, it could have been two up very easily. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and Kobe, in that first that game one, he drops 40 on them, and he set the tone for that series. And and you know he was like nah I'm I'm we're, we're winning this I'm taking over tremendous game one and, and that was you know a big deal for him because that was always the knock on him that he he couldn't win without Shaq and that game one he really just he 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 said it he laid it down forty he was tremendous and it was good defense on a lot of those possessions but 
That that was just a, no. that was a game that always I, I remember sticking out to me. And Peaches I, I, was doing as best he could. Yes. Yeah. yeah and, and obviously you had Dwight at the rim, so it wasn't like he was you know gliding to the hoop. But the one for me, the biggest one was the following season in the conference finals versus the Phoenix Suns because oh my God. growing up, my favorite player was Steve Nash. That was my guy. I was like, Steve Nash right. is, is my dude. You know, I wanted him to get a ring so badly, and, and they lost in 2005 in the conference finals, 2006. They lost in the conference finals. They lost to the Spurs in 2007, uh-huh. eight, and, and then in nine, they, I don't think they made the playoffs. And then I'm like, ah, he's never going to get a ring. But they, they beat the Spurs in the second round, and they got – round. No, in 2010, they got it was I believe it was, no, they beat the Spurs in the first round. No, it was the second round. And the second round, who do they they do they beat Dallas or Denver? no? The Spurs beat Dallas. No, the, oh yeah, the Spurs upset Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. You're right. They upset yeah. Dallas. That was they were the seventh seed upset the two seed Dallas. Yeah, and 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 um, yeah, you're right. I forgot who Phoenix played in the first round, but they played the Spurs. They beat the Spurs, and it was the conference finals. The Lakers Spurs. And the series was 2-2. Oh, I remember, and, I remember and, and, you very vividly going crazy at me that whole series. Yeah, was, yeah, of course. And they swept the Spurs, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was 2-2, and Kobe, he, he, he missed the shot, but Artest put it back in, and they, they won the game five. But they still had game six. And I'm like, all right, we still got game six in Phoenix. Maybe we could win this game. And in that game, Kobe was just, he made everything in that game. And I was like, this guy is now missing. And some of the shots, they were doubling him. And, and and he was still hitting everything, and they were up most of that game by like 10, 12 points, double digits. But and Alvin then, Gentry, like he yeah, he, he tried he, everything. Alvin Gentry, and, and they made a comeback though. The Suns in the fourth quarter because Goran Dragic, he was the backup point guard at the time for Steve Nash. He had he had like 10 points in the fourth quarter or something like that, and they had gotten the game close. And Kobe was like, Nah, I'm putting this away. We're not going to Game Seven in LA. I'm putting this to bed. <laughs> He just made one big shot after another big shot, and I was like, "This guy is just—he's on a different level." It was—it was incredible, man. And, and people could say, "Oh, Grant Hill was old." I don't care. Grant Hill was playing good defense on a lot of those possessions, and Grant Hill was still Grant Hill was revitalizing. He was, he was revitalizing at that yeah, point. He was still very. He played good. another f- like four or five years after that. So yeah, and and Kobe was just—I was—I remember. I'm like, this guy does not. This guy, everything they tried. And, and I remember after Kobe made his last shot with like 30 seconds left, Alvin Gentry's like, listen, man, I, I tried everything. Like, it's just, you know, you got you, know, you got to shake his hand. He was he was too good in that game. So that, those two really stick out to me the most. Even more so than the uh, than, than the 81 or the 60 points. Because I look at what you did on the biggest stage. And I look at those two in no, particular he, where, where he those, those were two that stages. really resonated with me. And... You know he he's he did everything you could do in an NBA career, so it, it's obviously a big loss for the NBA. He's one of the best players to ever play, and it, it's it's very surprising that he passed. Obviously, it's it's a big loss. All right, and it's also a big loss that that you. I mean, that was obviously the decision of the Almighty. So it, the day he decides to take any of us, any of you, or your relatives away, it it's up to him. I mean, he decided and. We should thank the Almighty for for giving giving for giving uh, us uh, an outlet to like be happy about and to cheer and to like be excited about, rather than uh, just just ask him why did you do it. And I look at it that way. And but it's also sad that all the, all those kids um, and those other eight people as well. They, they condolences to those, to those people and all their families as well. Um, they should not be left out. Obviously, Kobe Bryant is more a 
more famous and he's Kobe Bryant, so obviously he'll get the uh, load of attention. Um, what do you think also they were talking about what the NBA should do in terms of canceling the games and you know they're going to do a tribute obviously because they got the All-Star game coming right, up and right. he's and getting into the Hall of Fame so and, and, and also I was yeah. about to allude to the Hall of Fame and he won't be uh, able to see himself in the Hall of Fame but uh, he's, he'll be in the Hall of Fame obviously and he deservedly even without this ha- this yeah, tragic happening he's, he's an obvious Hall of Famer everyone knows that Course. And um, it's just sad he's not gonna he's not gonna talk not gonna about be able to speak he's about not be yeah. able to speak about it. Um, People are saying they should cancel the games. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that. I, I think first of all, I think he would want them to play the games. And secondly, it's like they're gonna they're, they're, no, the fans you, paid they're you, ready in def, advance, right? You you it's not. I don't think it's fair to the fans. First of all, and second of all, and and that's your customers and all that. And second of all is. I understand why you would, but like you can't, you can't keep pushing back the season, and then later in the season when you have all these back-to-back games and stuff, and trying to get these games back, because you have to get 82 games in, especially with the way standings are going. Maybe if it was a game like yesterday, let's say, um, I, I don't, I'm, I'm the Nets versus the Knicks, who are both might not standings might not be a difference, anyways. So you're not gonna you're not gonna reschedule that game, but like you still you you got to you 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 have to you have to play and you have to get their 82 games in for standings, like I said before, and you can't blame Adam Silver for that. No, I'm not. I'm not blaming the league at all. And you know, I understand you see, that most players. It's hard for them. Right. Yeah, and, and you know you gotta understand these guys knew Kobe a lot, a lot of them personally, and I saw on TV NBA TV, you had Brian Shaw. He was crying, and he's obviously mm-hmm. a teammate of his. And, and, and it was assistant coach on those yeah. other championship teams and, as well. And Doc Rivers, he went up against him. Tim Duncan, I saw he was he was emotional. You know, it's it's just very sad situation. These are people that knew him personally, but right, it's 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 it's, it's yeah, it's it's a big loss for the the sports world. He's one of the most beloved athletes in, I've I've seen you know in in the world, and that's how big the NBA yeah, is globally. I think I think in my lifetime that I've seen play. I mean, I did see Michael Jordan, but that was at the Wizards, so you could maybe say that. But that we've seen play in their prime, LeBron and him are, are, are one and two. Yeah, I agree. Most beloved. You could go either way with either of them. I'm not going to argue right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, we're not going to do that right now. So, yeah, I mean, that that we've seen we've seen in America, like, like I mean, we, I mean, maybe Ronaldo and Messi are massive, but I, I really don't follow them and I don't see them. Yeah, so. they're not, not not in America for sure. Right, not. for sure not in America. Yeah, so th- this is uh, this is a big loss. So yeah, Kobe was a great, no question about it. And I like that Cuban, he Mark Cuban, he said that he, the Mavericks were retiring his number. That's a nice gesture and that's maybe a nice they, gesture. I don't blame teams if they wouldn't do it, but but no, it's was, yeah, very I was, nice. I, I was gonna say I could see them making like a like you know the MLB they retired Jackie Robinson's number. So like I could see them doing I, I could did, see when it. did they retire his uh, they retired yeah way after he died, right? Yeah, I don't know when it was. Because Moriano had his number. That was, yeah, yeah, it was probably. He's the last one to have it, and and he had it when um, he so, had it before they retired. So that was years later. That could I mean, be in the '90s or 2000s. I don't right, know right. They did it, but I could see I could see them doing that with Kobe Bryant. Because you're right, Kobe's that big. So if they do with Kobe, I'm so, I'm sorry, sorry to keep doing this because it's not right at this point. And, and maybe they should. And if they do it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be upset. I don't understand why. And I would understand why if they didn't do it. Would not would they would they have to retire Michael Jordan's too? Or Michael Jordan's living. I know he's living, but he's Michael Jordan. He's he's 
No, it's the okay, guy fine. passed and that you want to okay, commemorate the dead. No. Okay, fine. I understand. Um, should there's a little, very big suggestion, and and I've seen it all over the place. Should they replace Jerry West in the logo with him? And I, I like I said, this is another thing where I'm indifferent. And I, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm. I could see them wanting to do it, but if they do, cool. If not. It would be cool. He'd be cool as a logo anyways, like a fadeaway of Kobe or something. Right, you got to get a fadeaway. You can't, you can't cool. just get him like driving to the hoop. Yeah, right. it, would, it would look cool. I don't know how it works legally if they can move that, but I right, listen, they do they it. Can't they can't do, do it in the middle of the year, I don't. I doubt, but I doubt. Yeah, they, all, this, all these changes would have to be off-season, off-season okay. stuff. But, yeah, they, you know, that's for them to decide. Right. I mean, and and you you have no issue with with – I don't have. I'm also. I could see why people go both ways with this. I have no issue with it after thinking about it. Um, with Kyrie Irving not just leaving the arena, not playing. I'm sure there was a mutual agreement with him and the Nets coaches and management that that uh, okay, fine. I understand you, your your grievances and and all that. So, Kyrie Irving not just deciding to leave the arena and 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 going home. What do you, what is your opinion on that? I I don't I don't have any problem with this. Kyrie Irving and Kobe Bryant were super tight. You know I heard a story. This is a, several years back, where after the Cleveland Cavaliers had won the championship and Kyrie made that amazing shot, one of the best shots in NBA history. Mm-hmm. He had in 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 the locker room. He had Facetimed Kobe Bryant right after winning the championship. So. That just shows you how right, and and he re, he just retired Kobe because I was yeah. last year, and, and that, that just shows you how close him and Kobe were. He really looked up to him as a mentor, and they were they were very close. Like they weren't just like cool. Like it seemed like they were very close. It would be like if Kyrie Irving's family member died and he couldn't make the game. I wouldn't. No one would say anything about right. that, and no one would have a problem with that. So, no, I have I have no problem with Kyrie Irving not playing in the game. No, I I don't have any issue with that. I think people. The only people that would have an issue with it, I think, are people that just don't like Kyrie Irving, and I he, there's a lot of reasons to not like him right now. But as far as this goes, no, I I don't have any problem with that at all. Okay. Um. So we're good. We're good on this. You want to say more about Kobe? Nah, I mean, there, there's a lot to there's say because there, there there there's a lot of things to remember, and and even after his career, it felt like he was he was coaching up the kids, and he was coaching up his daughter, and and it was very nice, and. Fortunately, the daughter and and two other teammates that moved on as well yesterday from from this 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 world. Um, so he, I mean that team like he 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 plays the triangle with with these kids and teaching them like real basketball and and it was it was it was cool to see. I mean, it was cool to see him like like doing daddy's daddy stuff more. And obviously we're. We're not gonna get like too personal because it's between them. It was it was personal. It's it's a it's their private life. And but it was it was cool to see him coaching up like kids because I would never would have thought years ago a Kobe Bryant would have the patience to coach. Me neither. And and he did it. He did it. Now obviously did he do it in the NBA? That's a different no. But and that's a different level obviously. But him coaching up like kids that's a lot more patience than the NBA. We're, and he was, I guess he was doing it voluntarily. I mean, I don't see, it was his daughter's team, so I don't see if he was getting paid or not. And, what, and like, he doesn't need it. He yeah, never he, needed it. He didn't need the money. Right, so. 
Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to the him and and what what he did for that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I, I got what I have to say about Kobe. Right. Um. So up next, this this topic will 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 start um, taking over the uh, the conversation in in all the networks and and everywhere as as this week goes along. Obviously, with the Super Bowl coming up, and obviously. Kobe will not be will not be forgotten about, but it, this 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 will obviously take over the main topic of 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 the week, and that's the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is coming up this week between the 49ers and Chiefs, and and it's expected to be a good game because it's a great defense versus great offense, and and, and as well as like a young and up and coming coach trying to win his first, and a a a Hall of Fame coach. Who who hasn't won yet, and he's trying to trying to have a legacy of a of a winning a Super Bowl as a coach. Um, what do you what do you see for this game, and 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 what what do you expect? Like, what kind of game it will be? Okay, so normally when you have the number one defense versus number one offense, number one defense has the advantage. But I I think that the, in this game it's a little bit interesting because the the Chiefs. Have their defense has improved a lot over the second half of the season mm-hmm. as well, and I really look at it like this: it's going to be similar to the Ravens Titans game. Which team could really implement their style of play first, and which team could really get ahead first? If they could run the football well, the 49ers, I think they have a great, great shot in this game. But I don't know if they're going to be able to run the football, you know, at the level that they've been running it these last few weeks because they did a pretty good job in that second half on Derrick Henry. The 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 Chiefs they 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 really did yeah but do you, you, they they've been behind twice now now the first game was 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 a lot more than the second game and the second game was was I believe seventeen seven yeah however however um, with a lead like that you can't afford that you against can't, the 49ers. yeah so so it, it it is an issue if they were to get behind in a game like that but I think if they got ahead of the 49ers, it would really come down Jimmy G would have to step up similar to Ryan. Tannehill. Now, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's been doing what he's supposed to do in these last two games, but it's nothing extraordinary because he wasn't asked to do anything extraordinary. Can he do something extraordinary in this game? Possibly. If he gets behind in the game by 7 or 10, do I think he will be able to get them back in the game and put them on his back? No, I don't I don't think so. I, probably not. So I look at it as it's really going to come down to which team gets I, ahead first. I, I do think he has the potential to do that. I actually do. I, I think because Jimmy, do you remember New Orleans? He went, he went with a shootout with uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, and, and and the San Francisco 49ers defense have been shown this year because because they like people comparing him because of Robert Sala and Richard Sherman, obviously to the Seattle team. That Seattle team, I don't remember getting like them getting like beaten like like. No, like their to, defense to, was better than this. Right, right, and this, this 49ers defense looked 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 not so great. They looked pedestrian against the uh, Ravens and the, the Saints this year. And the Saints this year, they didn't look. They they, they did not no, look Saints, good. They gave up forty. Yeah, something. they were not good. But in the playoffs, they really have looked really dominant. Right, they have looked two, dominant. But these last two weeks, to me, to me, I never thought Minnesota's defense was, was. They were always like good. They were always explosive. I never thought that. I never thought of them as that. I never thought, even though Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers, I never thought they were such a great offense. Like people said, they had people were like, how do they win thirteen and three to get there? They like 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 I said last week. They just did their job and just won the game. They didn't like dominate really. 
Who's I they? Know, uh, the Packers we're oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, so the 49ers, yes, they played great against um, mid-level, above average to mid-level to, to the bottom of the pack offenses. They played great this year. I don't see. I didn't see them playing great against the best offenses like Seattle. Russell Wilson, he was moving the ball against them, scoring touchdowns. He even won a game. Now, now the one, both games, the, for some reason, the first half, Russell Wilson, because that sounds like that's the Seattle Seahawks. That's, that's been the Seattle Seahawks model forever. The first half against against uh, Seattle, both games, they were playing well that defense. But the second half, Seattle was moving the ball and they were they were explosive like Russell Wilson is. I don't. I see with Mahomes. I, I, I see him going down the field against them because right. he goes down the field against everybody. And, and the question is, where are they really going to play? Because you know we, we we've spoken about this. Sherman's more of a zone coverage guy, and Mahomes is an animal in zone coverage. So he, I think you got to. I don't know if you could play so much zone coverage versus guy. I know they have a great pass rush. Well, he's a very good press corner. So if you press press Tyreek Hill, I, I don't. He can't. He doesn't have that kind of. You got to have to double coverage. You're saying. Yeah, they're gonna have to move over with uh, Tart Hill. and yeah, and, with Hill, yeah, to, right, to, to, yeah, because he's too quick, but he's too he's too fast, and he's improved his route running tremendously. I, I think that it, it's gonna be tough for them. I, I think that they're gonna get ahead in the game, um, the, the the Chiefs, and I think Jimmy G's gonna have to come back with some stuff. I think he's gonna make a few mistakes. That that's gonna be costly. He's gonna score some points, but yeah, he's made he made but, mistakes but, against New Orleans too. Yes. He made mistakes and, against and Seattle both make, times. He's yes, gonna make some mistakes and Minnesota when you, too. When you get when a pass rush on him, he does get rattled a little bit quickly. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo, and I, I I put him in the same like list as like same level as like Ryan Tannehill because they're good players, but I don't think they could like bring it home. Like they're not elite quarterbacks, you know. They're elites right. for a few, a very slight few. But I, I think that it's it's uh it's gonna be a good game, but I lean I lean towards the Chiefs winning. I'm not really so into picking scores, you know, but uh Okay, I, don't I mean know, like it's a, Super Bowl. Maybe, everyone always picks the yeah, scores. Maybe for like some a reason. thirty to twenty. I don't know. And, like and I could see like with 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 um, Kansas City, like San Francisco, like I could see them throwing to like the running back with Williams and stuff. If yeah, they're they're gonna so, play yeah. that that zone coverage, that cover Oh, can't see three. Three back. Yeah, yeah. If Damien Williams and stuff, I mean, Kelsey's gonna eat. Gonna, Kelsey's gonna eat. And right. If, if you want to do that, I'm saying that. And why? Can't, they have a lot of guys. Right. You want to go man coverage and put two on Tyreek Hill? Well, Sammy Watkins is also fast yeah, as and, anything. And, and Travis Kelsey one on one all night. And and the, the Williams is fast as well. And obviously that's the matchup everyone's going to be looking at. Everyone's going to be looking at that. Like if you look at the other side of the ball, like Kansas City's defense. They've been great in the second half of these playoff games. Not really the first. The first half, they 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 not just they moved the ball. They've been giving up points the first half. Absolutely. So, I I see. But the the last month of the regular season, they 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 were the best ranked defense for the last month. Obviously, it's a whole year. The years I look at a year because like obviously a stretch is is it could it, it could be deceiving. But they've learned this year. It could be like. Obviously, it wasn't good. I don't like when guys get injured. I don't, I don't hope on this. I don't say, I don't say this lightly. But like, it could have been a good thing that happened to them when Mahomes got hurt. As far as their defense didn't have to just depend on 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 Patrick Mahomes scoring points, where they're like, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to score forty tonight, so we we could give up thirty. We're now we're now when they play those games, they're like, we could play defense too. Yeah. 
so those games, even when they were, when Matt Moore was in, uh, they lost two games, but but those games they they were winning some. They were in all those games, I believe. Where it's like, okay, we could play defense. We yeah. we don't. So it it could have been a good thing that happened to them as far as on the field. Not all obviously, we don't like guys get hurt. So that, that's very interesting to think about. It like their defense this year with Kansas City, I think it was all a mental thing. Coming difference between this year's defense and last year's defense. Like last year's defense, I felt like I don't know. I don't know if the players are so much different. And you're gonna say Clark and Ford. D Ford's really good as well, and he's in San yeah, Francisco now. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, and Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew's a big pickup as well. But Eric Berry was he on that? Was he on that team? No, he didn't I play think, much. I think he was, he was out. always yeah, injured. Yeah. But like, I don't know if the team was such of a difference. Obviously, the, the leadership of Tyron Matthew, which which I which I alluded to last week, is a big deal. Yeah, he helps them versus the run. Right. So like they they've shown this year that you they could play now are they are they the best defense out there no are they are they elite no but they 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 can do some things and and like we said, you said about Garoppolo he makes one mistake a game and, and he did it against Minnesota too he threw eight passes last game so I'm not I'm not gonna yeah, say yeah exactly that. but against Minnesota he threw it to the linebacker underneath to uh which what's his name again uh. The bar? He has no. He has no. No. He has brothers in the league. He had brother plays for Philly. Um, he had that knockdown pass against uh, Dallas. The guy in Minnesota. What? Whatever. He had that pick and he threw. He threw a pass and he didn't see the linebacker. Garoppolo tends to do that a lot, so that could be a thing to note. And I'm picking. I'm picking San Francisco. I I believe they're a better team. I'm. I, I like. I, I I'm rooting. 27-23, it's going to be in the middle, not not that high of a scoring, but decently yeah. scored, um, like in the middle of the pack. No no one's shutting down anybody to me. and But I'm rooting for Kansas City for Andy Reid. And like I said again, I will say this again, if whoever wins, um, it's not going to affect me of my, my emotions or feelings, like if the Jets lose and, and, and stuff like that. Um, the one thing I'm going to say, another one of more advantage that they have, the 49ers have, is their special teams special are, are teams a lot better than, than, talk about. than the Chiefs. The Chiefs have had some special teams <laughs> issues, and I could see that being an issue. Uh, but Tyreek you know, Hill's explosive on that return game if he gets his hand on it and he catches it. He's still returning kicks, though? He returns punts. So, like, kicks, kicks. I mean, maybe San Francisco's, they, they started kicking uh, kicks to, like, the three-yard line, so you're forced to return it. But... Um, now their special teams they're, is definitely they're, better. Their kick, right, right, and they also, but they also had a boost in that Texans game when uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Williams returned that to like the fifty yard line to the, to the other side of Houston. That's what started the uh, turnaround of of the uh, of the momentum of the uh, Houston Houston game with against Kansas City. So it is a factor to look at special teams that we really don't. We we always look at offense versus defense on both sides, and we and we 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 really stop don't look at for some reason we we don't look at the uh, no, special teams. Special teams. Howard Spe- won, a, yeah. won, a, won an MVP off that, right? So it could it could definitely happen, and, and it could also destroy the team like like the Super Bowl with the Seattle Denver when it was the start of the second half. Even though Seattle was the much better team in the first half as well, and they were they shut them out. And all of a sudden, the start of the second half, the first play was a return touchdown, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now it's over. Now it's just dumb. It's just yeah, I'm looking here. Tyreek Hill hasn't been a, much of a return man this year. 
Oh, so it's, you it's, have yeah, he's not doing it. It's it's um what that muffin Hardman, be? Hardman, Hardman. Yeah, Hardman and, was the one. He was the one. Who Anthony it. Thomas. If Tyree Kill was still returning, Anthony Thomas. Shout out Oregon Ducks. Yeah, if, Ty, <laughs> if, Ty, if, Ty, if Tyree Kill was still um, returning, he was still a returner. You know, he was he was uh, still uh, a punt returner. Then I would actually give him a very good shot at winning the MVP of the Super Bowl because he could impact the game with the returning. And with the receiving. But, but to me, it's a big game, so I think they're going to do it because it, it is the Super Bowl. You think Bowl. so? You think they change I think, up? I, I think they do it because it's the Super and Bowl. Had if his... it's week eight, they're going to be like, okay, there's this injury stuff and you, you get hit. And... I think they're doing it. I think because Tyreek Hill is more explosive and he's, he's, no, he's, he's the most explosive player in the NFL he, to yeah, me. 100%. And if, if, if they do that, I think he has a, a great chance of winning the Super Bowl MVP. Right. If not, I would lean towards Mahomes because I'm saying they're going to win. But I think a guy who has a very good shot at winning the MVP if the 49ers win that a lot of people aren't thinking about is Nick Bosa. People always think the quarterbacks, but he makes a few big sacks or a strip fumble, and, and, that, and, and, that, and they have a tough day, the offense, for the Chiefs. He could win the They're MVP stacked on like Von defense. Miller did. They're stacked on defense, San Francisco, and a rookie – He's probably the is, best is player. Their best player which, in defense. Yeah, that just shows how which good he shows is. you how good he is. It's yeah. just it's just amazing. It's it's just because usually rookies don't come to the NFL and they just don't take over like that. So no, no, they they some do, but they they don't take over championship defenses like that. And Nick Bosa has take has come in this year, and and he's taken over a championship defense. Now you're gonna say they might still might not win the Super Bowl, but but making the Super Bowl to me is like a championship level defense. He just became the best player to change level defense as a rookie. It's 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 amazing. It's it's it bogs like it bogs my mind how good he 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 is and he was this year and and I expect him to have a great career. Yeah, even yeah, like ten sacks all the time, like type of career. Nice, tremendous, tremendous. Um, you have a, you have a pick, his brother? Yeah, I, I, San Francisco. Oh I, yeah, I mean, he, he looks like good. he's gonna be better than his brother. We right, right, and be. his brother's really good. Pro bowlers, Joey, bro- Joey right. Joe, Joey's really good uh, yeah, in San Diego. This guy is like looking like a. This guy's looking like JJ Watt, yeah, type like a Hall of Fame guy. Right, you know, obviously you can't say that after one year, but yeah. Right uh, on 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 that level, talking about the Hall of Fame, I got a lot of. Who's names. your pick? Jimmy Garoppolo is your pick. Oh, for, for oh, MVP. MVP. Yeah, you gotta make a pick. Oh wow! So he's got San Francisco winning. Um, I'm gonna pick. Um, wow, I'm gonna pick. Uh, at a tight end, um, Kittle. I'm going to pick Kittle. Okay. And I, that's a weird pick because tight ends usually don't win yeah, this Yeah, because it's kind of hard for a receiver right. tight end to win because the quarterback... Right, the quarterback's got to throw it to him and he's got to spread it but, around but a little uh, just, Ju- just Julian Edelman won MVP. Uh, but Julian Edelman won MVP last year when Tom Brady so wasn't Tony good. Tony Holmes won. And yeah, that was... Hines that, Ward won. That was interesting when... when well, okay, Hines Ward won when the quarterback was not good. Yeah. Th- that game. Santonio Holmes won that, that, and he, he rightfully so. He deserved it. That was interesting because Ben had a good game too. So since Ben had a good game as well, it was like, oh, wow. The quarterback had a good game and the receiver had an insane game and you're giving it to the receiver. So that was a surprise to me back then because like, oh, it's usually a quarterback award and quarterbacks yeah, always yeah. do it. And, yep. And – Sometimes the receiver has like seven or eight receptions for like a hundred yards, but the quarterback had seventeen receptions receptions the whole game he threw for. So it doesn't. So he was bad. But Ben had a good game, and 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 they gave it to Santonio Holmes. But shout out to Santonio Holmes. I mean, he had a, what he did for the Jets for for a year or two was was pretty pretty good. But obviously, we'd rather have the Super Bowl MVP. But yeah, but he does he earned that Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I'm rooting for Andy Reid because you know I want to see him get one finally. You know, right, right, I, I want to see him get get the ring. So, and when he gets one, we 
we will have a segment about how good he was, but but he, we might have it without him uh, not winning. Yeah. Um, uh, talking about you, Lou, to the Hall of Fame, the um, s- Saturday before the Super Bowl every year, they announce Hall of Famers. Now, they already announced two coaches, Bill Cowher and Jimmy Johnson, and Jimmy Johnson who are going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as coaches, and, and, and they earned it for their winning and, 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 and their consistency as coaches. But at at the same time, uh, there's only – it's not – there's no limit on coaches. I, I There's a limit on how many coaches, I believe, but there's also a limit on, on how many players, and that has nothing to do with with uh, the – with 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 the players going in as far as the limit of players, there's only five players a year could go into the Hall of Fame class, but coaches could go in, and that's that's a separate class as coaches, and a separate class as like contributors, like film work and writers and and whatnot, and and except etc. However, I got all these names here, and I'm gonna go through all these names, and we we have to pick five. Now it's hard because you got to like get all these names. You got to be like, oh, that's a Hall of Famer, that's a Hall of Famer, and then you have to. Only pick five, and you have to take out some. Right. So that's why I take some guys. Right. Multiple years. Right. Because it's only five, and it's a limit to five, and they always put in five because because there are always five that belong, but you could only put in five. So it, sometimes it takes years, and sometimes guys don't get in because of the limits. Yeah. Like like if they're they're borderline, but like one year all of a sudden a new guy comes in. Let's say, I mean he's he's not he's already in. Like Ray Lewis, it's like. Ray loses first battle. You got you got to kick out everybody else. This guy's too right, good. Right. So we got we got Isaac Bruce. So Isaac Bruce is is interesting because I believe when Isaac Bruce retired, he was second all time in yards, and now he's by the time he's eligible, he was like fourth or fifth. But right, and now now guys passing and, him. Because I know, of yeah, guys the numbers, and, yeah. Right. So I, I mean, I think he should be in. But okay, yeah. so so we're gonna but get we'll them see, on a yeah. separate list. Okay, go ahead, but, but I guess I gotta see who else is. Okay, fine. Edrin James, he had seven very good years. I mean, like that—that's a lot for a running back, especially like in today's he, he probably world. Probably had some. Short, I, I would run. I would bet you that he had a similar career. Maybe not in terms okay. of totals, but to Jerome Bettis. <laughs> so, um, John Lynch, he's not in yet. He's not in yet. And 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 he, I remember his hard hitting safety. He he was an well, animal like yeah. on the field. I wonder how. The he question is now. if he will play now because of the the, the rules and stuff. But I probably will. He, I'm sure he could adjust. Right, right. So is 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 he in from like your eye? Was he a Hall of Famer? Like when, before my time, most of it. So it's hard to say before my eye. So I can't really say on that. But so you're gonna put him on the, on, on the list of I possibilities. Can't, I, can't, I can't even really speak on John Lynch. Okay, you know, we, all the way. Next guy. Next guy, you probably can't speak on him either because I, he, he, I don't really remember him either. I think I do because he was on that that Panthers team that lost to the Patriots in '03, and it was Sam Mills who played for the Saints. I, I mean, I don't. Uh, he wasn't revolutionary, so I'm I'm not gonna put him on the possibility list. Who decides who's on the ballot? I always wondered that. Like, the ballot, like, I think the ballot is probably decided by the NFL themselves. So, like, okay, this guy's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm if I had to guess, I, I don't know. Okay. Conjecture, but okay. Um, Steve Hutchinson, obviously, it's a line, but yeah. So we don't really we didn't really watch. But I remember when he played, he played for Minnesota. He was blocking for AP. He was he was, uh, he was elite. He was elite. So I so. guess so. Yeah. So, See, okay. what's the criteria with the Hall of Fame? Because you can't just be about winning. Because when obviously no one cares. It's just the NFL is no, fifty but, guys. It's yeah, too but much. I'm saying when it comes to linemen, no one cares. Like Joe Thomas, I feel like he's going to get in, and they were always a losing team. The Browns. 
he was owing 16 twice or something. He <laughs> yeah, was, so I was like, I don't know. <laughs> he should retired he get, after owing 16. Yeah, should he get in? Like, I don't know. So I, I don't know what the criteria is. I guess okay. winning only matters really if you're a quarterback. This next guy, this next guy, you pro- you remember why I remember why I have a lot of like fond memories of this guy playing. Um, obviously, out of of a friend's father who was a big Pittsburgh fan, and oh my gosh, he was so good. Um, Troy Troy Polamalu. Um, he he to me to me he's getting he's a first ballot. I I don't I don't I, all those guys could be put aside. He's one of the five to me. I don't think there's a doubt to me. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, Richard Seymour. Uh, he's like see that's like a borderline. He was really good. Yes, yeah, so he not, was really good after he left New England too. But he was but in Oakland. Uh, he, was he was good. He was still like yeah. He was still you know. I I don't I don't. But I never not, saw a Hall of Famer. I, to I me know. to me yeah. He's like Zach Thomas in Miami. Yes, he should be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zach Thomas should be in. Is he, he on like the Palomalu level of like? No, but they, he's on Urlacher's level. Urlacher's in. So okay. I, why why should it, you uh, know? Urlacher well, had great like moments. Right, I know and, he didn't. He didn't have that because he played on the Dolphins and right. I feel you. I feel right, you. so he wasn't as known and yeah. But Reggie he, Wayne, yeah, he should be one of the five without a doubt. But like they, 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 they like to keep receivers as a position. They just don't like. I to. put Bruce in ahead of Wayne personally. Oh, because of because of the time and and yeah. oh, also because of the timing. Yeah, I, I put him ahead. Reggie Wayne to me is not gonna. He'll he'll get in eventually, hopefully. Yeah, probably he'll get in eventually. But it's it, receiver's a tough position to get in. It took T.O. twice. It took Michael Irvin twice. It took Chris Carter five times. Isaac Bruce still hasn't oh, gotten Randy in. Randy Moss got a first ballot, so yeah. But it's that's but not, Randy Moss when he played, he was yeah just breaking records. Yeah. yeah, so it's tough to get in as a receiver. To me, Reggie Fanica, Wayne, I I don't know. Alan Fanica. Again, we're going with the lineman. I don't know. I mean, okay, fine. So yeah. we're, we're probably we're he won't get in. Him. Yeah. Tory Holt, uh, I don't think. No, he he's not. No. He's not. He's not. Simone Rice, who played Simeon, for the Tampa. Simone Rice should be in. Honestly, he should, should have been be in by in. now. So we got, I know he's he's been waiting for a long time. Also, okay. So you have to pick between. Those we, are all the eligible ones. We have to pick. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have to pick between four guys because Palomalo to me is in without a doubt. It's, okay. It's, it's it's not even a question. Like anybody, you can't replace him. So we got Bruce James, Edron James. John Lynch, Hutchinson, Zach Thomas, Reggie Wayne, and Simone Rice. Not Jerry. Obviously, Simone. Jerry's already in, and rightfully so, obviously. Uh, so, I, I'm going to pick between the four guys. I'm going to pick, wow, Isaac Bruce. I'm going to put Bruce in. As This is my list. I think he, he was really good. He, and he was... Obviously, Marshall Falk was their best player, but like he was number two. I don't, I don't think like Kurt Warner I mean, because he was the quarterback, so he gets the recognition. I, I think that's what made their their offense. Even when like people, Mark Bolger took over when Warner got bent. I don't know if he got benched or injured. Either one. Yeah. But he, they were still really good that offense. Now they weren't the greatest show on turf anymore, but they were still elite. Um, and remember, Stephen Jackson was their was their running back then like cuz folk started getting older but but Isaac Bruce was still really good. Yeah. Um Edron James, John Lynch, Hutchins um I'm going to I'm going to go with Lynch. I, I don't know, like like he affected a game in in, in an amazing way. Um to me I'm going Zach Thomas is going to be my fourth. And wow, 
I'm gonna pick Simone Rice. I'm gonna pick the two buck, the two bucks. So, so here's my my five will be Simone Rice, Zach Thomas, John Lynch, Isaac Bruce, and Palomalo. It's nothing against the other guys, and obviously you could say it's it's against old linemen because we when we watch the game we're not like looking at the line like honestly not, though, but they're they're less impactful than those other positions that you're, you're listing. I mean, well, they got to block. I mean, the game's one of the trenches. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they are, but do they have more impact than maybe you could say in safeties? But they don't have as much impact as. I don't think offensive linemen have individually. Right, because when a guy's coming across the middle, know, he's, he's I looking and he's I looking know, for I, don't know, I might have to take that. But yeah, Hutchinson was – I know he, he made a bunch of Pro Bowls. So who, who are you taking out? So you're No, I mean, I got Palomalu in there. I think Isaac Bruce has to be in there. I think Torrey Holt, it, it was kind of – his career's kind of like too short. So I think – Right. That, yeah, and I think Reggie Wayne – I never looked at him as top tier, to be honest with you. He's more of like a compiler than like a top tier guy. Uh, I think I think Isaac Bruce for sure in – and you you would say they get the receivers on 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 the Colts. He was a, he was number two. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> Marvin Harrison was obviously yeah, when Marvin left, playoffs, he was still he was, really good. Yeah, but in the playoffs, I think he had the better numbers than Harrison for some reason. So right, right, and he had that touching in Chicago. Yeah, I would say I would say Simeon, Simeon Rice. I mean, I think he he also did he. I think even before he went to Tampa Bay, he had like he, eighteen he, sacks on the I, Cardinals. I think or something like that. He was on the Cardinals before. Yeah, he was on the Cardinals before that. Right, and and. Um, he, and that was a revolutionary defense. Like those Bucks defense didn't have that one year. They were they were like top notch yeah. for years. Like they, the two thousand Ravens. Like those Ravens. Like they had a great player all those years. But but that one year, it all came together. Like it felt like like Ray Lewis was insane. But like until Ed Reed got there, they weren't. I don't think that that defense wasn't as consistent to me. Like that Buccaneers defense from like ninety eight to two thousand and two were like the they were the Best of the best in the league. I think they had played the Rams in the conference championship game. I think it was 2000, I believe. Yeah, it was in and 11 to 9. Bay. It was like 11 6, I think. Yeah, it was and, crazy. That was the, the, they, they held the Rams defense. I would say Lynch, and I would say who else is there? I think Zach Thomas has to so be Zach there. He should, he should have been there a while. I, I so think you have the same list as me? Yeah, basically? I mean, because Aaron James is like, he was really good. He was but, really but, good. And he was underrated in Arizona. Like, like he still had, had decent numbers. Yeah, now. yeah, he did. Now, now when they were in the Super Bowl, he happened to be on the team. He wasn't good anymore. He wasn't like but. a main guy. Yeah, I, I feel you. Um, it's a weird. Yeah, I'm looking now. It's like I definitely. I think Paul Mall, Bruce for sure. Then the third, I would probably go Zach Thomas or John Lynch. I might not the fifth spot. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna pick five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the same list and Simeon Rice because. I can't I can't put put uh uh Tory Holt ahead of him. I Tory Holt it was too short. And uh I think I think like I said, Reggie Wayne was really good, but well, th- th- these guys like Heinz Ward, they're not eligible yet, or guys like that. They were eligible. Oh, he didn't make it. He's, yeah. he, 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 I think he's ready off the list. Yeah, like, but like to me, like like judging, like and... Wayne's better than Heinz Ward, but that's not like so like crazy to me. Like if he's, someone he's, says Heinz Ward was better, you're like, because Heinz Ward could like block and stuff, and he played in like a run first offense a lot of years. Obviously, feel, he played with Peyton, but I feel like if a Reg, receiver, Reggie Wayne's better than, than Heinz Ward. I'm I just feel saying, like if a receiver, he could, was slow as shit, but he was able to be good still somehow. Who Reggie Wayne? No, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, yeah. right, right, and he caught pass. For some reason, if if a receiver blocks well, it's only notoriety while you play. The minute you're gone, it's like yeah, you're just another player. Like like they don't look at like Heinz the intangibles Ward. of those yeah. things. Like Randy Moss blocking or T.O. blocking, no one cares they if they care. block. There's not. I don't think there's any receiver in the Hall of Fame because of that. 
No, but that, but that's I think that's wrong. It should, it should they should care about. Yeah, they that. should care about all around football yeah. player. And they, they care when they vote for the Pro Bowl. And tight end, tight ends, they do they they do announce. But now now it's all it's all about receptions. It's all about catching the ball now. I agree. So, yeah, win blocks. You know, and and people don't even. When he's eligible, then probably just gonna be like, oh, he had this amount of catches, this many yards, you know. Right, and he was part of a great offense, so let's put him in. But if all these guys, I mean, they're, they, they if, whoever gets in, they they all deserve. It. I, I, besides Paul Amalu, like if all, any of these guys don't get in this year, I'm not, I'm not gonna have I'm anything against though, it. That Lynch hasn't gotten in already. I thought he was in. I also did, but I, I see the list. He's 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 still there. Yeah, and you know. Speaking about this topic of the Hall of Fame, I wanted to readdress something that we had spoken about on the show when it came to Eli Manning because Eli Manning, he oh, you're right. he, he, he just retired. And obviously the debate's always, you know, it's, it's is he going to be forever. in the Hall of Fame or not? Should he make it? And you hear the arguments from both sides. With all this list, he's not as good as any of these guys, like like at their positions. Like um, That's okay, right. And, and I agree with you, but... This guy had said this, and shouts out to him, SM Sports Talk, you know, Stephen Mitchell. He said this. He's like, well, you look at Eli Manning, and he's a top three player of the Giants. He listed Eli, Michael Strand, Lawrence Taylor, not in that order, just those three. He's talking Super Bowl era, and the Giants have won four Super Bowls, so that's a respectable franchise. Made it to five, so it's, it's not like, you know, he's talking about some bum franchise. Right. How is that not a Hall of Fame player? And I thought in my head, I'm like, that's an interesting point, you know, which I didn't look at it like that. And then someone else said, and you were in the Hall of Fame recently in Canton, and I've yes. never been there, but how could you say the story, the history of the NFL without Eli Manning in it? Because those two Super Bowls and beating the undefeated Patriots team that, yeah, and one of the that, biggest upsets. That was a big deal. Ever. Yeah. How could, that, how could that not be in there? And I think it made me rethink of what the Hall of Fame really is and what it's about because – it's not just about how good of a player you were. And it's the same thing in basketball. When we, I remember when Yao Ming got into the Hall of Fame, and I was like, there were players better than Yao Ming that aren't in the Hall of Fame. Right, as far as longevity is concerned. Because when he played, he was really good. Yeah, right, but, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. but Yao Ming's impact on the game was greater than a lot of players because of what he meant to the sport, how many fans he brought in, and how he globalized basketball all you know in Asia. So I, I started to kind of understand that the Hall of Fame, it's not just about what you how good of a player you were. And if you compare Eli Manning to some guys, you compare him to you know, let's say you look at his contemporaries like Tony Romo and Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan. He he means more to the story of the history of the NFL than all those guys. He might even mean more to the history of the NFL than Ben Roethlisberger means. And Ben Roethlisberger won two so, Super Bowls so. and made it to three, but he won two MVPs and okay. he and he had beaten the Patriots, who were undefeated. He might mean more to the game than, than Jim Kelly meant, even though he made okay. it to four Super Bowls. Dan Fouts, he, he means more to the game than he him. He doesn't mean more to Jim, Jim Kelly making a Super Bowl four years in a row as a starting Be, quarterback. Winning, winning two and, and, be, and, and beating an undefeated Patriots team. Being an undefeated team is a, bigger, is a bigger story than that. But but fine, that's the only story. But the second Super Bowl he won, it was, it was a great accomplishment. You win a Super Bowl. But it was just... Right. Like, like it's, I mean, and I'm not undermining it. It's, it's, it's just a Super Bowl. Right, it's a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a understand. big deal, but it's a soup. But, like, okay, okay, but okay. My, my point is that even though some of those guys so, aren't aren't as good, he, so, I think some of those guys are better than Eli Manning as a okay. player. So but, the ninety nine, but, but he, but he, it's 
I can see it now because if you're saying the history of the game, uh, yeah. He so what about more. when the 99 Rams greatest show on turf won the game 23-16 and Kevin Dyson was short at the one-yard line? You can't say the story of the NFL. You go, Kevin Dyson at the one. Kevin no, but I agree with you that the story is, is BS. But when you talk about someone who had that kind of impact, like I'm not saying David Tyree should be in the Hall of Fame because that's his whole career basically is that game. But when you add that to the fact that he was also really, really good and he was sixth in yards and and all that. Please say really one time, not he not was twice. He was a good player. Yeah, okay. He was a good player. And I agree with you that player-wise, Matt Ryan's better than him. Like, I think Matt Ryan's a better football player than him. But in terms of the history of the sport, if you you're looking what? at that, he meant more of the history. People want to say winning's a team accomplishment. It's a part of the game, right? Like, we so, always so, say this. When I'm picking a team, I'm picking a win. I'm not, I'm not picking... I'm not picking to to, to look good. To, so this this guy could throw um in into into a, a hole um into a hole fifty yards away better than this other guy. But with this other guy is winning the game, right? Yeah, and, and obviously right. there was so that, a lot. That's a part yeah, of it. And, and obviously there was a lot of luck that went involved. Listen, I still would say he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But I'm saying is I could I, I understand the argument a little bit more now because it's not just about the, the how good right. of a player it's you are. Hall of Fame. It's about it's, not, it's about what right. you meant to the game. Joe Namath. He he meant a lot to the game at, at that point right, in time. Right, right. I think I think I think was a, yeah. I think was Namath a story that his, he took over the sports world. Yeah, and I think Namath at his time was better than Eli. Like relative to his time, was better than Eli was in his time probably. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's not all about how good you are. Like Joe Namath's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Archie Manning's not. Like whatever. I'm just saying. Like you know, like it, it, Archie Archie Manning. Let's be honest with the history of the game. I, I know people in New Orleans are gonna are, are, are gonna smack me in the face for saying this. Until Peyton Manning came along, no, he has it, no he, history. He's, there was nothing about it. He never had a winning season, right? And and his kids made him more bigger than he is, and and rightfully so. I mean, they're they're just they're, yeah, his was, kids he, have done a lot for the game. Yeah, but his he kids, was he was a QB in the league. I think he made a few Pro Bowls, but or did they even have that back then? I think they. I did. don't know. I don't know. But I, I but no but idea. he wasn't like uh, MVP or anything like that. But my point is just that. If you're looking at the how good of a player he was, no, he the, 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 no Hall of Fame quarterback in my lifetime that I've seen is like they're way better than Eli Manning, like all of them. The only one I can think of which is debatable is Kurt Warner, but Kurt Warner is an MVP and and he had a high. Kurt prime. Warner at his peak yeah. was, was, but, bad but I don't think Kurt Warner should be in either. Right, but but I'm just saying if you're looking at the history of the game. Yeah, he 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 meant more okay. to the history. Like he obviously means more to the history of the game than Philip Rivers does. You know, like there's so, no way around so it. So all these people right here, like none of them mean more of the history than Eli Manning. Okay, no, no, they don't. But you're gonna say fine. So Zach Thomas, which I'm, I, is one of my five. Reggie Wayne's a bigger story than him. No, I agree. He is, and, and and I agree with you that. But but Reggie Wayne's not either a necessary part of the history. Like that's what I'm saying. But it, it that's the criteria they use on these shows. Is was could you tell the story without him? I mean, I think it's a BS criteria because like. You could tell the history of the NFL without Joe Thomas. You could tell the history of the NFL without Kevin Mawai. You could tell the history. Oh, absolutely, Kevin Mawai. NFL. Kevin Mawai. Yeah. I never heard his name until all of a sudden he's in the Hall of Fame, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he's thinking Bill Belichick. I'm like, yo, you, you, you were the center when like, when the Jets weren't good. What are you, what are you talking right. about? Right, like, 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 fine. You want to, you want to talk about how, how he prepared me and stuff like that. It's fine. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just saying I understand a little bit better. You know, I could see the argument more so for Eli Manning. In, in, I mean, the Hall of Fame, yeah, if you're going as a fan, maybe you should have him in there. But my Hall of Fame, like, did I look at him as a great player? No. But I understand it. Like, if you're, if you're talking story of the league, history, what okay. that meant, 
Yeah, it's similar to Namath. So right. I, I, I do understand it a little bit better. And life moments you know, can propel you. Like two moments like that could propel you. Yeah, and you, you know, to, someone pointed this, this out. I think it was Skip Bayless. He had pointed this out. Or no, maybe it was Shan Sharp. That that play with Tyree, Eli rolled out of the of, of, of uh, he got out of the sack, which so, was so they play. they had held him for a few seconds. Um, the Patriots defense. I don't know which player it was. It but was a daily is Thomas, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But but Seymour Thomas. It was under modern day NFL rules. That would be the end of the play because that would be ruled as you're holding him, you're bringing him back, right? And that would be completion of the sack, the, and the play would be ruled dead. There was a ref in, that in was modern, about to blow the call. No, so in modern right, day, yeah, it, yeah. in modern day NFL, that that wouldn't even be allowed. Like that would have been. Right, all no, of a sudden a no, sack, and it's fourth and yeah, 15. No, no Super Bowl win, most probably. Undefeated, right. And, and so that just shows you how lucky they, they are in that situation. But luck is a part of life, so I, I don't know. I, I didn't look at the uh, the other run. The, the, to get into the playoffs, the other Super Bowl run was lucky because of the bad division they were in because they were 9-7. and seven. So that's a part of it. Yeah, of course. But, like, that whole run, they, they, they won those games fair and square, like all those games. I mean – what like like uh, you're gonna say uh, Kyle Williams like that was lucky but like yeah that was a little bit lucky well, the uh, first know, one the second yeah. one like he yeah. just fumbled it the okay fumbles, they, they they had some good fortune but the Patriot to, game to, no that yeah. wasn't lucky they won the game no that's not they, they, don't tell me then the, the right. pass they that didn't he threw the, the pass that he threw to uh, Mario Manningham was great I was amazed there's nothing was yeah there's the nothing lucky pass. about that but listen when 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 you look at Eli Manning. Uh, See, when I look at Peyton Manning, or I look at Tom, Br- uh, let's just say Peyton Manning for right now, or Tom Brady or someone like that, or Randy Moss, I feel like guys like that, any team they were on, they'd be, they, they're destined for the whole okay, thing. Okay, so SMS. But Eli, it was, S- it was very, it was very, he, it was more the team he was drafted by, which they forced him out of San Diego, which was the best move that his father ever did, because he's not a Hall of Famer in San Diego. And, okay. <laughs> and, 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 and he, uh, he, he, a few lucky moments, and his fact that, let's be real, Eli Manning, the name helped him. As a star, a little so bit. So if he was Eli Smith, he would go in. If his name was Eli Thomas, and he played for the Raiders. He's not a Hall of Famer. Let's put it like that. Okay, fine. But whatever. Okay, fine. So I, I could I, I could I see it more, but I, I he's not for me. He's not. I don't By look at way, him like that. SMS, you talking about Peyton Manning? That he was an underachiever. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. Yo, yo, no. We called you out for good. We're calling you out for this. <laughs> Underachiever, what? First off, you put that you you, you even put the uh, vocabulary. You put that vocabulary in, in in your tweet about what does underachiever mean? That guy was the first pick. He should have been the first pick. He he exceeded expectations. He was supposed to be the next this, the next that. He was the next that. He was as good as any quarterback. He has the most MVPs in NFL history. The guy. Oh, but what did he do in big games? The guy won two Super Bowls. Okay. Oh, one Super Bowl? One Super Bowl is a huge deal. And and he, and he happened to win two. And you're going to say, well, the last one he didn't win because it was his team. If you're going to say, because there were games against San Diego where his defense couldn't stop them. Yeah. So what? Exactly. So that's a part of it. He won two. He lost two. He lost big yeah. games. How many he won playoff big games, games did, did they lose because right. when he played well? Right. And how many? And by the way, if you're talking about, oh, Brady always destroyed. He won three AFC championship games against... The big dynasty New England Patriots, and you go about, oh, but Eli beat the Patriots twice in this big game. He beat the Patriots three times in the big game. Exactly. So talk about, exactly. talk about, oh, he's he's done more than Eli in anything except for two things. He's gotten paid $4 million more in his career. Okay, which is cool. It's nice, but that's nothing to do with your playing career. Okay, and number two is his Super Bowl MVPs, which is something. But you could argue with the Super Bowl MVP that he shouldn't have, that he shouldn't the have gotten the yeah. first one. Okay, so 
Eli and some people Eli, argue Eli that had a nice career, but yeah, and he some, was nowhere near him. He didn't underachieve at all. He actually overachieved. Peyton Manning had in a career where you're like that wasn't possible to have. It's not possible. Like five MVPs, yeah, have uh, throwing most forty nine, yeah. throwing fifty touchdowns twice. Now I know it was only once, but forty nine one time and fifty another time. Fifty five, fifty five another time. That's impossible. That was impossible at that time. Now the second time maybe because 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 uh, the, the rules the game bit, yeah. changed. But when he threw forty nine, that was impossible. Nobody fathomed of that like throwing that much. 1980, 1980, I don't know why I'm going to history here, but 1985, I believe, Dan Marino had all the records. That was a Cal Ripken record. That was that was a uh, Joe DiMaggio 56-game hitting streak record. That was Jerry Rice's receiving records. Nobody was ever going to break it, and all of a sudden, this guy broke it. Absolutely. Dan Marino's also one and, of the and, best. And by the way, his 55 touchdown record will be broken one day, especially with the rules. Probably But will. Dan Marino, he broke Dan Marino's first record. That 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 it paved the way for everybody else to break. Where everyone's like, that was nobody was going to throw five thousand yards he, again. I think the nobody 40, was going to throw fifty again. Yeah, and he broke he he broke I, that record. I think the forty nine touchdowns that he had was only in uh, fourteen games because the last two games they only played like a series or two because they wanted to have the consecutive game streak because they had already clinched the playoffs. I think he was only in fourteen games the forty nine touchdowns. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I got to go back I, and I, I, I think, he broke I, it against San Diego. I don't, I don't know if that was. I think it was week. week. No, I think it was, was week, like week 15, fifteen. I think. Wow. I have to. I have to look back into that, but so, I believe so. so yeah. But so no, he's, so SMS. Some some will say he shouldn't have won that. I shouted out to you last week on the good things. For thank you for listening and and, and keep listening. And thank you very much. And you're a good guy, by the way. <laughs> I I, I want to see. You. I want to give you like a big hug. You know, you're a good guy, especially with with circumstances that happen. You never know. You never know um, in this world what can happen. But but on this on this matter. What are you talking about? Yeah, and people will say, some will say that Peyton Manning should have won the Super Bowl MVP versus the Bears. Maybe a dire Dominic Rose should have won that. I, I disagree. Ro- Dominic Rose is the only I, one I, that was in consideration. Yeah, but right? I, I think Peyton should have won it. I, I don't agree with that that okay. either, but it's not really what's important. You know, the, no, he's not an underachiever. <laughs> no, that's okay. ridiculous. So talking about the, we're talking about the Hall of Famers. So we're going to a different sport. Obviously, Derek Jeter getting in. We're not going to talk about the unanimous thing because whatever, it is what it is. He got in. Like we said last week, as long as he gets in, I'm cool. We're cool, and and he got in. Congratulations to him on a great career. We said it last week already. Yeah. Um, but one other guy got in with him. We could debate who who should have gotten in, which which I th- we might get into now. I, should we get into that now about the bonds and all that? Why not? Okay, fine. I, I don't. I don't. I I know we're we're gonna argue, and and yes, they they did cheat the game with what they did, but at the same time, we we, we will. People argue to me. I always said this about sports. Whatever happens on the field happens. If you did something that to cheat the game, baseball should punish you, and whoever they punish you, that's their punishment. In any sport, for that matter, because in other sports, like like football, you take steroids. Like Von Miller, everyone doesn't know what he cares. You just got suspended, and everyone's like talking about, oh, he's coming back week five or something out of his suspension for whatever he did. No one's talking about you're a cheater. Like like cheat like like when 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 it's not when like guys are at the plate in baseball, they go steroids and like absolutely. But in b- football, they're like, hey, it doesn't matter. I can do that too if they I took steroids. They, 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 they don't care. No one cares. They don't care. No one cares. Von Miller won a Super Bowl MVP after he took PDs. No one cared. Julian Edelman got suspended for. PDs earlier in the season won a Super Bowl MVP. I don't hear anyone using that as a reason why either one of those players won't be able to get into the Hall of Fame. Right, right. They might say his performance level, da da da. That, okay, fine, whatever. So, 
Barry Bonds has the most home runs ever right now. And the way baseball is going, somebody might break it. It's a possibility. I could, I, I could see it. But the way it's going, we're like, everyone's not going like, everyone's going too much analytics of today's day and age. And, and, they're, and they're not going with, with all that other stuff where they start like benching guys and, and guys are not playing this because of, of the computer and all that stuff. And, and you, she, Joey knows how I feel about that. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a guy breaking it for a while because, because of those things. But well, they hit more home runs now. They're swinging more they're, for power now. Right, they're swinging more for power. But the next one year they're hitting fifty, the next year they're hitting thirty, and then they have like a finger injury and they're out for three months. And I'm not whatever. They're hurt. They they could be hurt. But I'm saying like some of it are some of these injuries are suspicious. You're like, you couldn't come back a month into it after that injury. No, because because they feel like there's too many games getting paid anyways, and and it's fine. Whatever. It is what it is. So I'm saying like he has the he has the most walks ever. He has the most home runs ever. And he's the best player like I've ever seen on a baseball field. And yes, I, most of my time growing up, I didn't see him play. But when I saw him play, and I did see him play in 02 and 03 and 04, 05, 06, that guy was, that guy was a machine. I don't like that guy was, he was the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. And it, it's not even close. And Roger Clemens. To me, he's the he's the greatest statistical pitcher ever since the since the, since he came into the league. Maybe Randy Johnson was as good as him. Besides, for that, like no, like I don't understand. Like what it, what else do you do you want? Oh, they cheated the game. They cheated the game. Like I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. But that's 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 how sports that that's how baseball works. There's it's the most sensitive league in the world to every little thing. Now I, I you're gonna say well. I'm a Yankee fan. You're a hypocrite for saying that because of the uh, Houston Astros situation. I never, I never, I never blamed the Astros. I just said you got to punish the Astros because of what they did, or else teams are just gonna keep doing it. I never said they're idiots, they're cheaters, they're morons. No, I, I, I said I've said stuff that looks like a bad look, but I never like said, "Wow, what are they doing?" I understood what they're doing. I just they just got caught. And they should be punished for it. Now, I did I did go after Alex Cora because Alex Cora accused other other people of it, and he was doing it twice. That 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 was my thing in Alex Cora. So, I, if if a player is accusing another player of steroids, and then all of a sudden he's caught with it, aka Big Poppy David Ortiz, then yeah, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. Like Manny wasn't accusing anybody; he was just taking it, moved on, moved on to the next day. And yes, do I think Manny Ramirez is a Hall of Famer? I actually do. <laughs> Because I feel like on the field he was too he was so good. Absolutely. But whatever. Only one other player got in, and his name is Larry Walker. And Larry Walker had a great career. Now underrated career because he played in Montreal and Colorado for most of his career. Now he played in St. Louis the last two years of his career. I know St. Louis is a small town, but St. Louis is a big baseball franchise. He was on the, the team that made it to the World Series versus the Red Sox. Right, he yeah, he he was. He was on that team and he and he retired a year after, and he missed the World Series by a year in '06, which was, a, I believe, a wild card team. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they were they were limping into the playoffs I that think year. They won like eighty. And all of a sudden, they, like they took the Mets to seven. When the Mets were a really good team, probably the best team in baseball that year. The Mets. Yeah, the yeah. Mets. Even though the Yankees had the best record, think, like they yeah. always did. But no, I think the Mets were better. They, the Mets were year. better all around team than them. And 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 they surprised the Mets, and then they played the Tigers and. 
I believe they swept the Tigers. I, I think it was not, five. I think it was five. It, it was right. And looking at that, like looking at all his career, he had an impressive career. Like he batted three thirteen throughout his career. He led the league in, in average uh three three times. Right? Three times, seven time gold glove. He was known for uh, base hit the right field on slower guys to throw them out at first. Like his arm was a cannon. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't each row or Vladi, but it was a, it was it was big. And he was also in Colorado. He might have been Ichiro. I don't know. He might have. He was. He he. I've seen some highlights. He was serious. Mover Larry Walker. Yeah, right. He was serious. And a five-time All-Star. Um, slugging. He won the slugging twice. And now, and, and this was an era before today's era where where there's a lot of participation awards like the best left fielder in the league this year, the best glove. Le- no, no, not Gold Glove because they have they always had Gold Glove. But now it's like the slugging award for the best. Left fielder, it's like, come on, man. I mean, like, you're serious, bro. What they do back then? Just outfield? No, slugging. That was it. No, but it goes by position. Silver it was just slugging. gold glove. It was gold glove three outfielders. No, silver slugger also goes by position. It was always by position. I think. Was okay, maybe. I I don't believe, it, but it, on base percentage was 400. Led the league in home runs one time and doubles as as well at one time. 383 home runs, but like. It sounds like a decent career. It doesn't sound like uh, an extraordinary career in total, but like his in his shorter career, it sounds like he's had a he's a, he's he was very good, and he won the MVP in 90, 1997. So I believe it was his last year of eligibility. So they kind of like gave it to him his last year and said, "Oh, okay, this is your last year, so we'll give it into you." Right. But like, um, congratulations to him on a great career, and and. Would I say he was a Hall of Famer in my book? I, I don't. Because baseball, you have to be really good. And at the same time, if you're really good, so what? If, if, if you're thought about taking taking something, you're not getting in. And, and you're not getting in for three, four years. A.K.A. Mike Piazza was... was, was, was um, suspected. Suspected of it. And he, he wasn't in. But like... Now, now, now sus- sus- guys who were suspected... Now guys who were suspected to get in are, are going in. Now it's like automatic unless you're Barry Bonds, which we all think he did, but he was never proven even to this day, even though we, I do believe he took. If I had to guess, I think he took. But if he didn't take, it, we, we don't, we're, it's not a guarantee he did. Yeah, yeah. But, but whatever, and, and only two guys are going to the Hall of Fame this year. Now, I, I, I'm trying to make it a, only Derek Jeter year. Because I remember when Cal Ripken went. Year, they would have I remember when Cal Ripken went. I believe Tony Gwynn died, was, died before that of a sickness. I don't believe he made it. No, 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 no. He, he, he was there. Was, Tony Gwynn yeah. was there. He was there. He Tony, was there. Tony sorry, died sorry. A few years ago. I apologize to the, to the Gwynn family and all that. But no, I'm serious. It, 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 Tony Gwynn died after that. So, yeah, when, when those two went, and I, believe, I don't know if there were other guys who went that year, it was like their, their weekend. It was their two guys' weekend. So this, in July this year, it will be Derek Jeter's weekend. Because I remember when Mo went last year, there were other guys who went. And Daryl Smith, the closer years ago. Was it Daryl Smith? or um, got in last year. I don't even remember. But everybody was like, this is Moriano Rivera's weekend. So they don't want a, um, a Kurt Schilling, who was a personality, or Barry Bonds, who was really good at the game. I don't know. I, I I do believe there's something going on with that. I'm 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 suspecting of collusion with this whole thing. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, wait, wait. I mean, I don't think about the collusion because if they wanted Jeter to get in alone, they wouldn't put Larry Walker in. But but La- La- Larry Walker's going to be afterthought in July. Of course he is, week. yeah. And, and, and he even said that. He was making jokes about it. But I think, uh, first off, that would have really bothered a lot of the Jeter haters if he was the only one who was in the Hall of Fame this year. That would have killed them. But La- shouts <laughs> out Larry Walker. He was in MVP Baseball 2005. I liked his stance when he was on the Cardinals in the video game. <laughs> okay. And uh, he, he, was, uh, he, he was a great player. Numbers were great. I think that Coors Field thing, they give him a lot of heat for that. I think it's a little bit overblown. He how was much good in Montreal. And, yeah, and his road numbers were really good, too. And he was a great glove, great great arm, and he could steal bases, too. The uh, only thing you could really look at negatively about Larry Walker is he missed a lot of games, which is a fair point, I think. But I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. And by the way, he was, he was the beginning of that Montreal Expos team that it was 94 when they were the best team in baseball until the sh- and then the strike hit. He was on that team, that promising young team, and, and they, they traded, like, everybody because of money. And I remember, because my dad's from Montreal, so so I remember going to, like, Olympic Stadium every year, and they used to rave about that team. Like, man, 94, we should have won. 94, 94. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, him, Mo- Moises Alou. Marquis Grissom. Maria Marquis Grissom. It was uh, Pedro was on that team. And Pedro was already good then. And it was, like... yeah. And it used to make Cliff he, Floyd was on that team. Yeah, Cliff Floyd as well was on that team. That was a good outfield right there. And they just like traded all of them because of um they couldn't pay all of them. That's as simple as that. And he was good he was good in Montreal. I don't know like Coors Field. So what he played in Coors Field. There were a lot of guys who played in Coors Field and all of a sudden weren't good at all. Like <laughs> you ever heard of Kaz Matsui? He played in Coors Field. Was he was he all a famer? Like right. no. You, no, they you try are, to, they try to kill him with that course field thing. I think that's overblown. You know, I'm just the only thing you could say is the games missed. I'm looking at his games right now. Even in his like MVP year, oh, he missed games. So he yeah. played, he played 153 in his MVP year. Okay, fine. Okay, then, but, no, that's a lot. But the, uh, besides for that, he played a lot of years. I'm looking 125, 127, uh, 133, like you know around that range. So okay, so getting into this because I think how, he should be in. How many years has he played? Don't 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 count the first year he played like twenty. So like on on that, how many years did 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 he play? Because I know he played like fifteen or sixteen or even more than that. I'm looking now, and he played well. Just he played one year. He played twenty. Another yeah, year but he played 82, another year he played 83, another year he played so, 87. So I'm talking about the years where you knew he was going to be like 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 in the league. Like I'm not talking about the year he came up and he played the last 20 games in September when they used right. to incre- increase the uh these decrease the roster to 40 man. I'm talking Well, I mean, I guess 100 games would that count? Like how many games would you say is a minimum? No, no, I'm not talking I'm talking about because of how much he missed all the games he missed. Would you rather have a guy with a career of playing 150 plus every year for like eight years and and like him, or would you have a guy uh, who's spread you. out? Probably play spread like 16? out. But that's a good question. It's a it's a good question of what you're really looking at. But I'm looking at his games now. He's only played over 125 games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, eleven times. It's kind of okay. like, but but I think he I think he has enough to be in. But I understand why there's doubt. You know, he's only played over one forty five times. Okay, but he he should get in. As far as the topic of players that use steroids, getting in or not, it really depends on 
what are you, what is the criteria for, like what, what meaning, what's the, what, what's your stance on players with performance enhancing drugs? Is it A, that this player would not get into the Hall of Fame if he had not done these things, and that's your calculation that you're making? Then Barry Bonds is or, in. Or is it B, I don't care if you would have made it in or not, if you cheat, you're out automatically. Okay. So if it's A, players like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, I think would be in anyways, you know, based on their alleged use. And if it's out of a principal thing, it, it doesn't matter. Even if he had had his full career, if he used it in his last season, you're out. So I don't know what they're really using. I think it's a little bit unfair that these players are not allowed into the Hall of Fame after their careers are over. You know, when they were playing and it was going on, and I'm sure a lot of people knew about it, but nothing happened. And people blame baseball for that. People say, oh, they looked the other way, and, and now they're getting hurt. But people have to understand is that the MLB, they were the ones that looked the other way, if you believe that, with McGuire and Sosa. But they're not the ones who are voting. The writers are the ones that are voting. It's not, it's not the owners that are voting. Wait, wait. So Every single writer and every, oh, everyone in the MLB wanted the St. Louis Cardinals and Chicago Cubs playing every night. They wanted, they wanted to see them play. And don't tell me if the guy was taking steroids and you knew he was taking steroids, you would still watch the game to see if he was going to hit five home runs, right. whether, you hate, whether you hate him or like the guy. Because we've seen, we've seen villain teams where teams are like, you know, this team, no, no chance. I do not want to see this team win, a.k.a. the Miami Heat for all those years. Even the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors when Kevin Durant got there. People were like, people were always like, Yo, let's watch the game and see and and hope they lose, right? So all those games, MLB has like has to understand they're running a shop, they're running a business. So I don't understand what no, you they mean they do the understand that, but they're not the ones that are voting. See, the owners aren't the people that vote; it's the writers that vote. So the owners are the ones that are running the business. The writers are just reporting on it. So you right. got to keep that in mind. They're not the ones that vote. But my thing is with with Bonds and Clemens. I don't think they would be able to accomplish all those things without the steroids. I don't think Barry Bonds would have been the all-time home run leader without the steroids. I don't think he gets the seven MVPs without the steroids. He, but he, but he's be, 500, a, 500. No, 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 no. He'd be a Hall of Famer. He, he probably gets 630 or something like that on the okay. career home run. Something like that, like closer to where Willie Mays was, closer to where Ken Griffey Jr. was. But And Clemens, he was falling off, and, and then he, started, he went to Toronto, and it's easier to get that kind of stuff in Canada. Than it is in, in, in the U.S. It's what easier do you mean to get easier to get the stuff. It's easier You're talking to get about like performance-enhancing drugs in Canada than it is in America. So how in the world did he keep going when you came but to New York? Because at that time he took performance-enhancing drugs, which helped him out, and his career was going on the downhill in Toronto, and that gave him that boost that he needed. And you could say he maybe he kept it going somehow, or maybe it got easier. So you saying the confidence got in, 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 in? No, I think that in the '90s when he got it, it, it was easier to get it in Canada than in in America. That's what I heard in the United States of America. Okay. But you know, you, you look at his career; he was going down for a few years, okay. and then it went to Toronto. It kind of went a little bit back up. And he went Same to Cy Youngs so, yeah. in two and a half years. Yeah, and, 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 and in, then in the Toronto. went to yeah, then the Sox and all that, and uh, Bonds the same thing. He was going down in in '96, '97, '98. Each year was worse than the previous one. I believe, I, I, and then I think he okay. started doing it in 99 or, or 2000. I'm not sure which year he did it. But the point is is that I don't think they would have been able to accomplish all those things without the performance-enhancing drugs. And you do have to factor that in when you talk about his place in history being the best of all time, whatever, because okay. you can't just look at the numbers because if you just looked at the numbers, Barry Bonds is by far the best baseball player of all time. 
it's not even close Ooh, if you're just looking I at think stats. Ba- ba- Babe Ruth is up there. But his his numbers pale in comparison to Bonds' numbers if you're just right. looking at raw numbers. So that, that, that's, you know, and he did make a mockery of the game. So I understand why the old-timers don't like it. And and th- those are factors that you have to put in there. But I, I think those I believe, guys should be in the Hall of Fame I because believe, they, 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 they that wasn't outlined when they used it that you're not going to be in the Hall of Fame. So now you're holding it against I, them. I don't know if those old-timers are losing a vote if they retire, but, like, those old-timers, the, the, new, the new guys are coming in now and voting. And, and, and they're think, starting to vote in more. They're starting no, to, they're going to get in. They will get in. Those and, guys will get in. And once once they get in, the, the, uh, talking about this, does, does it clear a path for A-Rod then? Of course. Of course it does. And A-Rod's a little bit worse because he actually got suspended by baseball for cheating, but he'll, right. he'll get and in. he got caught a, a and, second and, and you know time. what I don't like? I hate when people say, like, well, they would have been Hall of Famers anyways, but Sammy Sosa wouldn't have been a Hall of Famer. How the hell do you know what he would have been? Like, I don't I don't know how, like, we're, now we're speculating what people would have done. Or what Sammy Sosa, first, though, 600 home runs. Yeah, he's a, and to me, he's that, a Hall of Famer. That's a lot. Player. And then you go, well, Mark McGuire wouldn't have been because he wouldn't have hit 500. Mark McGuire, his rookie, hit 49 off the bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... So it's it's yeah I think Sosa should be in I think May Ramirez should be in I think there's nothing to do with steroids but Kurt Schilling's a Hall of Fame pitcher and they're trying to like because of his his like his, his political stance against him listen Kurt Schilling is not top tier when you talk about Randy Johnson Roger Clemens Greg Maddox Pedro Martinez those type of guys he's not I, I agree he's not he wasn't at that level but he's at the level where Tom Glavin was at where um, Smoltz Musina. Where where all those people were and it's like mm. it's like uh, you uh, oh hold on a second it's like they're just using that against him they're they're holding that against him to to you know make it like he's you know like like that he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame he he's a Hall of Fame pitcher Kurt Schilling big he, game he pitcher a, he was dominated Maddox, the biggest he was stage. as good as those other two Braves pitchers he he was as good as I mean. I don't know if he was on Pedro's level, but he he was he was when people said the best pitchers in baseball, he was always in that topic. Yeah, he was, and as far as a playoff performer goes, oh my gosh, I was, hated him. He was he was he destroyed he was, the Yankees a couple times. Yeah, he was dominant. So Screw I, him, how is he not a Hall of Famer? How is Mussina in before him? That makes no sense. Mike Mussina, he's much better than Mike Mussina. Yeah, I agree. I'm in my book, so I don't I don't understand that he should be in the Hall of Fame. It, it just it's it shows people's bias. It's 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 bull. It's a bunch of bull, you know. Right. I mean, that's all I have to, I have to say about that. Anything else? I think we we covered everything. You know, I just want to say thank you to all the fans for listening. And this was a you know a much needed episode, obviously with the tragedy very, at the very, beginning, was, and we we got to cover a lot. So. It's uh, it's yeah. It was it was a great show. It was tough to you know start out like that, but I think we had to. Yeah, my my condolences go out to um all the families. Um, I know I like 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 I said before. Um, Kobe's obviously going to get the attention and and rightfully so for what a what he what an impact he had on people's lives of of playing basketball and 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 stuff. But uh, my condolences go out to all the um all the uh, families. And and it's it's sad to see that three uh, thirteen year old girls are um, they're not going to grow up and they're not going to raise children and they're not going to uh, they're 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 not going to um, have reached their 
dream, whatever their dream was in life, they're they're not gonna reach it. Maybe they reached it, but but if you, I'm sure you everyone knows knows what I mean by that. And um, also, McDonald's uh, go out to the uh, Orange Orange Coast, I believe, Orange Coast College baseball team because their their coach and and they they lost the um uh uh the father uh, the the coach and the daughter um Kobe um I I forgot Kobe's daughter's name but the the daughter's friend and the other daughter's friend and and their and their and another sister and another mother and and the pilot as well um our condolences and um let's let's whatever you see a person um instead of cursing the person out and and being upset over something just just hug that person and 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 there's some disagreements in life that are real like like and it's and it's serious stuff whether whether it's behavior problems whether it's whatever problems try to speak to the guy with 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 love or the person with love instead of just just cursing and just throwing and just throwing it out i know it might sound bad because uh, I, the way I was talking before with the SMS to Steven Mishler, but I'm gonna say uh, it was just a disagreement, and and it was something that that I didn't like. I I didn't like your opinion, and we we disagree, but uh, but whatever. We're gonna let's let's do that instead of just just mocked and disparage people. It's just terrible. So um, that's that's all I gotta say with this because any moment. It could be over. So, and thank you to all the people that are that that tuned in, and um, we will uh, do more shows in the future.